Hey, hey, what's up, Legendary Closers? John Ferguson here coming at you with a really cool episode about being a know-it-all and how to deal with know-it-alls when you get somebody on the line or you are speaking with them, trying to get them into your business or to your sale, and they think they know more than you. Here's the real question. How do real closers like us, direct sales, telemarketers, and independents, who refuse to cheat, overpromise, or embellish, who don't rely on discounts and guarantees, but want to close more sales with less effort, how do we build massive incomes, yet at the same time, live life to the fullest? That is the mystery, and in this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets for today's market. My name is John Albert Ferguson, and welcome to Legendary Closer Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? John Ferguson here with Legendary Closer Radio, and I want to invite you currently to jump into the Facebook group here at Legendary Closers on Facebook. It is plural, so put the S at the end of Closers, Legendary Closers Facebook group, so that you can participate in much more content, especially if you like what we're doing here on the radio. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so let's get in here. I want to transition right into what today's episode is actually all about, and it is dealing with know-it-alls. Everybody has that one person who knows more than you do, even when they're coming to you to buy a product or service. And I want to talk to you about how I handle that because I didn't really do really well. And I don't know if it's about my personality or just who I am in sales as a closer, But early on in my sales business, and I saw this from some of the freshmen, I still see this today in salespeople today, or I wouldn't be even bringing this topic up. This is one of the things I train on and we teach a lot of, and I think it's because it literally offends your personality type. Like if you are the type of person who doesn't like to be told what to do or how to do it, which is probably most of us, then having a know-it-all tell you how to run your business or how you should coach them or... Maybe they know more about what you're selling than you are or they think that they do. That can obviously offend you as a salesperson if you let it, if you don't understand exactly what's going on. And, you know, I really want to preface this with something that I just don't agree with is arguing with your prospect. Now, I say that, but in the early days of selling, you know, I baited some people into some really stupid arguments just based on what they were saying. And when I knew, like I knew what they were saying was false. Like I knew that what they were trying to tell me about our product or our service or the industry that we were helping them in was an absolute falsehood. I had to tell them, I said, well, that's, that's just wrong. No, that's not going to work. And that would actually get us into a debate and they would start sharing all the reasons why they think it works and what their experience was, and then I'd share my experience and or that of my company. Uh, you know, in network marketing, you have you know salespeople who are brand new to the business, and so you start talking about all the regurgitated phrases, and you don't really have an argument, so you, you kind of feel agitated, and then you go personal on the person, and then it turns into this whirlwind of crap. And then if you are a good closer and a good salesperson. You turn into your zingers and you rehearse the bullcrap closes and you start to create this, again, whirlwind of friction. And if you end up winning, it's not a good experience. You might feel good at for you know, pump your chest or, you know, pound your fist in the air and go, hey, I got them. But at the end of the day, did you really? And what is the right way to do it? And even worse, I think, than arguing to close or 
dealing with know-it-all prospects that way is just thinking they really do know what they have and letting them through the process, thinking that maybe they are a lay down and they're ready to buy from you because they know so much, they've studied so much. And so you're like, oh, wow, they know so much about this. Oh, yeah, let's just move along. Let's move along. Oh, yeah, good. Down the sales process. Cool. You get right down to the area to purchase and boom, it's not working. They don't buy. And you're like, what the heck? They were laydowns. No, they weren't. They were (laughs) know-it-alls. So just realize that. And, you know, I watch a lot of salespeople go through this stage in this process where, you know, the worst thing is, is begging a sell and begging that person to buy from you. Well, the second worst thing is arguing somebody into your point and to try to convince them that this is the thing for them. Because once you do that, and if you win that argument, what I see from salespeople, what I know happened to me in my past was that they become a needy client. Because you had to win the argument, they build that, it's like a false trust that like, okay, well, if this guy's that passionate about this, then it must work. And I'm just going to do what they say. And what happens if it doesn't work? You ever had those clients come back to you 30, 60, 90, a year later and say, hey, this didn't work. I want my money back. Or they start trashing you online or they tell all their friends and family members it was a scam because you won the argument, but you didn't handle, and I hate the word objection, but that concern, that false confidence that you've given them because you beat them down into buying. (laughs) And so there is a reason why people are know-it-alls. And that reason is huge. And that reason is also the reason why they're going to buy from you ultimately. And that's huge because all I really wanted to do, I want to know how to diffuse that part of why they felt they had to be know-it-alls. I wanted to diffuse the know-it-all, quote unquote. So they became more coachable and they became more ready to buy. And they were open to something new that we could actually serve them in. And, you know, as we went along this process in my old days, what I still see some salespeople doing today is just thinking those there are people out there in the world that are pains and asses, right? Now, obviously there are. There are some people that they woke up this morning and they wanted to be a pain in the ass because yesterday sucked for them. And today they just feel that way. Like people get into those downward spirals and they are spiraling and they need to grab a few people to spiral with. Kind of like an inner tube going down the river of, oh crap, that's what they're looking for, okay? So realize, that's a small, small percentage of the population. Most people are not know-it-alls because they're trying to be a pain in the ass, but that's what I felt. And if you treat that person that way, that you instantly get on your guard because they're the know-it-all and they're trying to argue with you and you start to growl, that makes a a bad situation, right? Like for me, it me and triggered my, I got to win, right? They don't know as much as me. And as a salesperson, as a closer in network marketing, or as a high ticket closer for coaching, you know, those types of products and services that you are selling information that's going to help them level up their business and their life, you've probably studied a bit about it. You know the product and service that you're going to sell, right? So how dare they think they know more than you? So you got to win the argument, right? You got to, you, you have to win. And that causes that competition. You're not in competition with your client. You're not in competition with, with the person you're trying to sell. You're on their team or you're trying to get them to, to join you in the big game. And if you start to pose them as competition and start to fight, how do you think that feels? How do you think that portrays yourself, right? And then, you know, the worst thing was is letting them enter without any type of qualifications, like without you verifying or asking the right questions to understand who they are. Cause you're like, yeah, oh, wow. 
you know, they won me over, you know, that they are, they know all their stuff, man. They just probably just want the extra knowledge. They probably just want to, you know, buy more. And that allowed so many of the wrong people in towards the end of the close. And that actually created a lot more friction for us because what happened was, is they were not buying, they were not enrolling in what we were offering them. And I was like, dude, no way. Like this person was a lay down. Like they had to purchase. Like we started talking, they contradicted everything I said and they knew more than me. And Right? You're freaking out. <laughs> During the process and watching other closers and teaching so many other individuals how to manage and work with people who believe that they are know-it-alls, actually, if you look at it, is they have a lack of confidence. Whether they know some information, typically what's happening is if you're in this type of a sales process, what we're doing is we're putting them on edge to qualify themselves to us, to kind of earn the right to buy. And in some people, that triggers a response that is kind of defensive, and it actually comes from their lack of confidence that they're going to be allowed to buy from you. Uh Uh-huh. And so, you know, if you understand that, now you know how to relieve that pressure a little bit and start to communicate with the know-it-all. The second thing is I started to learn how to use their pride, and we started teaching this to closers around the world. And this gives you a lot of power when you learn to use their pride in their favor to get them out of their own way to buy from you. Now, I know I said a lot right there. That sentence is, is a hard one to chew on. So go rewind it and listen to it again because I'm not going to say it again. But pride can work one of two ways. If you are very prideful, you're going to argue. You're going to want to win. But if you can use their pride and help them win and help them feel important, what's going to happen? <laughs> They're going to love you. They're going to fall into that trap of you know, wanting to participate in what you're offering. And you're going to give them a little bit more confidence that they're working with the right individual. Lastly, it's the commitments that became key. It's the commitments to the process that became, became key. And we literally, with one sentence one sentence are able to diffuse the right know-it-alls. You know, the people who actually have that false confidence and are portraying themselves as know-it-alls when they really aren't. The one sentence is very simple. What you want to do is just diffuse their belief that they are all that in a bag of chips, right? And so adding some commitment to them really showing up in that space of being what they're portraying to be, you'll see those walls shatter. You'll see that kind of false bravado, that that false confidence crumble, especially when you test their ability and say, hey, look, you don't need this. Wow, you're killing it. Like what, what's got you talking to us, right? You, you pose some of those questions out there that is going to get them going, huh? You'll hear it like immediately in their voice. Their tone comes down. Say, well, I'm, I know enough, but I don't know a little and I'm, I'm really confident, but you'll start to hear the tone of their voice change. And that's when you know you have someone who's starting to open up to be coachable, to be teachable. And that's really the where you want to get that person to be in order to hear your message. If you start pitching it beforehand, you start arguing over details and bullet points and who's right, you're never going to win because they're not open. They've got this big giant wall in front of them, steel cage around them. You're not going to get through to that person. And, you know, now we're able to diffuse people, right? The salespeople that we're working with, They're able to diffuse that know-it-all character trait in somebody with ease 
and help them kind of exit into the sale, help them either get out of the sales process and exit themselves out because they are really just that small, tiny percent that just wanted to argue today, or they're someone who really can be worked with, they have a lack of confidence, and you can help them go through that process. Before I learned this, before I went through this, you know, being in sales for over 20 years, you learn a lot of things you don't really realize you'll learn as a skill set. And this is one that's actually changed not just my ability to close and do sales, but it's also in relationships. I'm able to understand what people are saying and doing and going through because they want to be affected. They want to be a part of something. They typically want to be accepted. And that's what's going on in your prospect's head. So as soon as you get that wrapped around, you can craft the proper scripting, you can craft the proper questions, and you can really diffuse this in a very fast fashion that allows you guys to have a really good conversation that allows them to buy from you. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. Again, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast because we are doing some phenomenal things and I want to continue to share all these little tidbits with you that will hopefully help you live a legendary life and legendary sales process. Anyways, guys, have a fantastic week. Hey, what is up, legends? Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Really appreciate hanging out with you guys and being able to share what has changed my life so much and taking you guys on this journey of helping salespeople live legendary lives and have legendary income. You know what? There's a group of us that hang out each and every day on Facebook. And the group that we have is called Legendary Closers. If you want to head on over to Facebook and join us in more conversations like this, actually being able to work with and interact with closers just like yourself who are looking to level up their lifestyles and join the journey of getting better and becoming legendary, I want to give you an opportunity to get a free training from me just from joining the group. It's a training that we've sold for over $5,000 when it first came out. Now we sell it consistently for $1,000 and I'm going to give it to you absolutely for free. And it's a training that we've created to help closers ask better questions in order to uncover the secrets behind why people buy, why individuals are buying from you. It'll absolutely get people to beg you to buy. They're going to beg to buy from you. I'm super excited to give this to you and I want to give it to you when you join the Legendary Closers Facebook group on Facebook. So head on over to Facebook and join the conversation working with each and every one of those other closers that are also a part of the Legendary Closer family. 